It seems like lately time be beating my ass Every second is like a right hook From my and Mike Tyson in his prime It's like my mind is on a treadmill Sweating bullets I see the plug but I can't pull it The belt just keeps bringing me back And every minute's like a tiger uppercut From cigar I'm up against these ropes And ain't no telling if I win or not These gloves is getting heavy In spite of flight you know how that goes Facing clocks is chasing got me dodging obstacles And every hour was like a tightrope I walk with greasy shoes Still yet I got my conscience telling me that I can't lose So every time I start slipping An ego starts Tripping. I focus real hard and levitate just like I'm gone. And everything is lovely. I'm in the clouds, no one above me. With the gift to differentiate snakes from those that love me. There's a thin line between happiness and hopeless. And even thinner line between on point and out of focus. But back to my story about my false glory and how I levitate from the fake. Top put before me, they say be patient. But what the fuck is patience when my heart is racing? Put yourself in my situation, try to be humble. You won't be afraid from getting pissed when you look down and see you falling right through times of business. Start to see visions, memories, you really miss simple things like your first birthday wish, your first girlfriend, your first love, your first French kiss, your first time feeling hate, the first time you got this, your first day of school, your very first college class, your first time touching titties, first time you got ass, your first time learning wrong from right, first lonely night, the first time you got your ass within your first real fight, your first triple double dare, your first pubic hair, your first time watching Jason, your first nightmare, that's when you realize that time was your worst nightmare, and now you stuck asking yourself why, ain't life fair, you get closer to the bottom, See the end of your line, your first time ever losing This battle with time, but right before you meet your death One more memory left, the only one that's obsolete Was your first breath, the only one that's obsolete Was your first breath one move to the next, clock switch when you least expect to make the simplest shit complex. The baby face got the planet fool. Books get judged by their covers worldwide. Coincide with the illest. The realest just fictional dreams. No time to deal with two-dimensional themes. Shit hits the fan with every click of a hand. I'll be a man eventually when the kid in me is satisfied. But till that day it robs on my clock is kill motivation. That's why I'm never rocking a watch. What's a deadline? When you're living on your own time, I'm living slow, Peter pants down. Y'all didn't know I I never grow up, my mind is set at six years old, as far as I'm concerned, it's grown up shit, it's for the birds, so past the Skittles, Juju Bruce, the now ladies and nerds, I'm eating sweets until my teeth fall out, and I can't see it, I'm deaf in my left ear, but my right ear gets living happily, why are you mad at me, cause your frustrations gave me gray hair, Fuck out of here, I'm crazy childish, just check the habits I play with my food, pick my nose and eat it, damn it Plus I'll pick my scabs and be the first to pop a blister Cause I'm more immature than that cat from sister, sister If my parents tell me no, I'ma do it anyway Experience will make more sense than anything that they could ever say Forever playing video games, till I'm sleepy Tony Hawk's post get his shit, you'll never beat me so Basically you're better off paying a bill or something Your mind is elderly, 40 over the hill or something I'm young at heart, I'ma forever be a kid I'm on some time Shit. You ever seen the movie Big? My heart is trapped in 85, the coolest place I've ever been in my life. Watching Smurfs, see cinnamon light. Never knew a crack rock, cause it was fraggle. Only pink pussy we knew was snaggle. Your mind's in the dirt. Hungry, hungry hippos till our hands hurt. What you know about pouring out a whole box of tricks to get the toy out? Scared to go to sleep, cause something's under your bed. And all it took was a look to get the thoughts out your head. And then you're for right to sleep without a worry in mind. That's why I can't understand why cats be hurrying time. And I don't wanna grow up. I'm a crab apple kid, and I enjoy the company of people I relate with. And if it comes down to it, to deal with cast that I despise, I just close my eyes. 
One move to the next. Clock switch when you least expect and make the simplest shit complex. The baby face got the planet full. Books get judged by their covers worldwide. Coincide with the illest. Cause the real is just fictional dreams. No time to deal with two dimensional themes. Shit hits the fan with every click of a hand. I'll be a man eventually when the kid in me is satisfied. But till that day it robs, all I got is The WAP does lie. That's the lying WAP here, folks, as we like to call them. The lying WAP. The lying, though. Not the lying like you're a liar, but the lying is lying down on the ground. The lying WAP. The lying wet ass pussy. No, never. I don't believe you. Anyways, folks, let's give a big round of applause to this WAP does lie, folks. Say, 
Hello folks, the next person we have on has the biggest dick this side of the Mississippi. Welcome, this WAP does not lie. You, you know what I have mm-hmm. to say about that? Kick it! Oh yeah! Woo! Oh yeah! What's happening? Yes, thank you. Thank you for stopping in, popping on in. It's great to hear your beautiful voice, your luscious, your luscious voice. Yes, oh, yes, 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 you. indeed, indeed. Yes, indeed, indeed. Yes, indeed, indeed. It's posted, toasted, never roasted. Maybe Rico Rocks here. She may man Rico Rocks, as you may recognize. Good fucking man. So, so what's happening? What's, what's happening, happening is. Okay, this is what's happening. What's basically happening is area environment to environmental causality. I'm just fucking overcomplicating the word right now, but your surroundings, people, you, when you grow up, you're, you're trained. Some people think it's nature and nurture, and some people think it's your mm-hmm. surroundings. What's the term for that? Influence, your, your environmental influence. As, as affecting who you would be as a being. So that's an interesting concept. That's what's up because you think about different cultures over time and you think about different states in the world and different countries. I'm fascinated with the fact that society exists at all and for how many different styles of people there are to still somehow come together. That shit's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, well the point I was bringing that up was, is as I travel around the country, I talk to people and it's always interesting. I was talking to a gentleman, a young gentleman. Oh shit, I was talking to a young gentleman who never left this state, and it's awesome to say. And it's like, whoa, if this is the person who's mid twenties and this is their hometown, a hometown bound human, versus someone who's left their hometown. So basically, that's what it boils down to: is the topic of hometown mm-hmm. raised versus exploratory raised, and how pure the reality is there. Because if you never leave a place, really, you have no other perception, only imagination. That's true. So, what's up about that? Talk to me about that. Well, I believe that's true, because you have no perception. What's what's beyond your own boundaries? It's interesting to me, man. I, I like going places. Let me tell you, let me just take the topic next is I moved to New Mexico recently and Roadrunners. What a cute, adorable little creature they are. And they're everywhere. I fuck with them. It's like when I see them, I'm like, what up, brother? Yes, yeah, so I've never lived in New Mexico before, so I, but I've lived in many different states around the country and experienced uh-huh. many different societal perceptions. But coming to the desert, or not, I don't want to say the desert, that's not, I haven't seen technically a desert. Coming to the mountain range, yeah. let me tell you, Roadrunners, dog, I, and they, it's clicking how awesome that there's a bunch of them, like, that. I've been sitting there feet away, I'm talking five feet away or less, within arm's reach of these little birds that are fucking nowhere else I've been. So that's... Mm. Where did you move from? I'm prime my fucking personal life. This one doesn't lie. 
Do you like Roadrunners? <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. You sound like a young How man. You How I old am? are you? I say you're in your 20s. I'm not, I'm not gonna tell you. I'm gonna keep you. Mystery is. I love mystery. <laughs> and you're a very perceptive person. Thank you for noticing. But yeah, that, that's what I've been geeking on, man. Is is the Roadrunner? What a beautiful creature it is. I mean, that young man that had never left this state has a Roadrunner tattoo. I've been all over the place, and Roadrunners aren't even thought mm-hmm. of because they're not necessarily outside of the Wally Coyote cartoon. But to these people seeing Roadrunner, and then I would make sense that the person who's from here has a tattoo because it is quite a fascinating fucking creature, dog. If you have not seen a Roadrunner, it is a beautiful creature, bro. Yeah, I've never seen one. I've seen it in cartoons. It's adorable, dog. It's like a bird, but it runs. That's why it's yeah. a Roadrunner. But- yep. You know what's cute too? Pra- yeah, prairie, prairie dogs. They're cute. Hobo chili. What about a warthog? Have you ever looked at a warthog? They're pretty cute. Yes, I have. Yeah, don't, don't get him mad. Warthog. It's a hog and a wart. So I was just thinking about that. It's interesting to me because really appreciate his honest perspective living in this one area for so long and he was telling me about things about living here the experience I asked him probed a little bit and it's interesting some of the shit we were talking about is pretty lit well I've met people like that what up Solomon Alaki I met people mm-hmm. I've traveled to Louisiana I used to live in Louisiana and I've met people who never left their parish their area code and I've met that and I've seen yeah. that all over the country I've reached, I've reached in the depths of the country. I've lived in the most random places. I could tell you something, you'd be like, what the fuck is that? But it's interesting. And let me tell you, sometimes you got people who are just passing through. But sometimes you have yeah. people who are fucking ground. And some people, some, some people don't care to go. Anywhere. No, not at all. Exactly. And that's, and that's their prerogative. I, I don't know if I'm using this firm right, but that's their, their rag. And that, and, but, and I always talk to them, and I look in their eye. When I meet people like this, I really gaze into them, and they, I let them gaze upon me because I have already went past the road of no return. The purity of a never leaving your, your a hometown mindset for me is a luxury in which I've traded mm-hmm. for the vast states. Well, it's not, and there's so much to there's so much to see. Also, so do you pity? Do you, does the man who sees a lot pity the man who seeks nothing? Mm. I don't know. I, I guess it's the it's uh, one's mind. Well, like, I mean, let me throw this for you to chew on. What it, I could get never leaving your city because imagine this. Imagine you have your loving family here. You're born in a state that ain't so bad. You have people who like you. You're not. You're actually a mm-hmm. decent human. You're intellectual. Okay, got a nice body, young, vibrant mind. You start building relationships through elementary school, middle school, high school, and you grow to have social connections, which is not out of the question. And maybe I could tell for some people not leaving ever and breaking connection from those connections just adds the intensity of emotions, I would say, to that relationship. Like, that's my brother. That's my family. Like, I'm used to seeing them, like, everything's giving. Every, your life is yeah. interwoven 
versus the explorer whose life is just peeking in at all these interwoven existences. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So with that being said, I really am glad to meet such a pure guy. We had a little chat about it. Uh, let me just throw this in the topic we talked about. I think you might think it's funny. We were talking about hot air balloons. Apparently in New Mexico, hot air ballooning is a hit. It's a big, bad thing. So, and and this guy has been here his whole life, mid-20s. And I asked him, oh, of course you air ballooned. Me thinking it's just sweet. Me thinking shit sweet, cuz. And he's like, nope. And he's like, I ain't gonna do that. And I was like, whoa, that was so unexpected because I was thinking the guy who's from <laughs> this area has done everything there is to do in this area. He took advantage of all the things in which bring people there as an attraction. But just deny mm-hmm. that. And and then I, we talked about his reason. And he said that that shit is dang, like He doesn't not want to fall to his death, which makes sense. Made me second guess if I want to go on a air, hot air balloon. You move to a state and you hear hot air balloon, you don't think... Oh, there's no reason I wouldn't do that. That just sounds awesome. But then now uh, I talked to the guys from here, and he's like, "I would not do that. Are you fucking crazy?" He's yeah. like, "I'm not gonna fall out of a basket." I'm like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> I don't blame him. No, Maybe but I was like, well, I thought about it. I was like, "Man, he just didn't. He just resist the urge because imagine you see a bunch of people doing that in front of you. You're like, I want to fucking do it." You see a bunch of floating orbs in the sky. You want to be on one of the floating orbs. But this guy says maybe it's not they glamorize it. He was saying he would. He was implying that they glamorize it because it's actually quite dangerous. He said. He said two people die a year. I was like, geez, ain't too bad out of a couple thousand. But I mean, I could see. But man, now I second guess because me, that being the first locally. You I wanted to at first. That sounded lit, but now I'm thinking like, wait a second, he, that is kind of high. He did, but who knows? Got a couple <laughs> drinks in. Uh, who knows? You you like flying? I just flew on a plane actually two weeks ago. Not your first nah, time. Right? I, but it was the first time in a while, and I didn't wear a mask at all for three, yeah. two different, three different airports. Yeah, three airports, I didn't, no one told me to put a mask on once. It was the most glorious day because I was, I, I had it in my pocket ready for someone to bitch at me, but I was like, I'm not going to put it on and let somebody fucking really make me do it. So, and it was tight and tight because no one made me fucking do it the whole time and no one even questioned me. And I was like, that's what's up. And so I'd never had a moment in which I had to pull it out. And I just was like, I'm not going to make myself pull it out. Yeah, and it was nice to just travel all across the country in multiple airports, three giant airports, and people are free to just do whatever the fuck they want. And it was nice. It was a nice flight experience because of all the shit that's been going on politically and all the rumors. I was like, oh, I thought it was gonna be a nightmare. Right. I thought it was gonna be a fucking shit show. I thought it was gonna be just, oh my yep. gosh, put a mask on, fucking COVID days. I'm unvaccinated, and. I, I was just going to ask you that. And let me tell you, it was a beautiful flight experience. I, everyone was friendly. The airports were packed. People were going where they needed to go. It was a nice experience, honestly. I flew through American Airlines, I believe. So, how about that? Was was the ride pleasant? Was let me tell you, I, I don't know if it's because I'm a adrenaline junkie or if I'm just a man who has is missing serotonin or I'm just a fuck I don't know what the word, way you could describe it but basically when the first time when we launched off off of the ground it was beautiful and then the first landing the first landing was really intense for me 
because I had to do a transfer. But the very first really? landing, for the first time coming down, it was wow. As we were about to touch down, yeah. it was so intense for me because I was like, "What if this motherfucker fucks up?" But it, it was awesome. Like I got a nice little rush out of it, and I, I didn't even expect it. I was like, "Of course I'm gonna be fine. This is what they do. They're just gonna land it. Like why wouldn't they just land it? Like they always do." But they, since I haven't experienced that coming in, and I was just imagining if all of a sudden the plane just bursted and I had to just somehow land this. And once we started getting lower level, I was like, "Oh man, if I just had to bust out of this thing right now." It would just be such an intense thing, and I have to come out so hot. And then, just in case, just in case, to see if I could survive, I was thinking, would I survive? And then, boom, it touched down, and it was like, woo! It actually touched me more than I expected. I had, it was like a very, and the experience was like, oh, like, it was very mentally, almost like a hit of a drug. I was and a shot of adrenaline. And I was like, okay. And then the second time, I didn't get that same shot, but I was like, oh, maybe I will. But no, that first one was really like, I hope I land. And then after that, it was just a so very nonchalant after that, which was awesome. So yeah, the first, the first one was pretty great. And it was smooth. Otherwise, I was, it was a couple hours on one plane, a couple hours on another. So just a couple hours sitting there, listening to the podcast a little mm-hmm. bit. And it was really nice to see the world. But yeah, it was nice to get on a plane and the airport experience. I was expecting it to be a nightmare. It was actually really smooth. I drank a couple beers at the airlines. They were $12 beers. Fuck my life. Yeah. <laughs> 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, Rico Rocks here. Rico Rocks here on Pod. Been joined by this wop does lie. This wop lying all the time. <laughs> he does. It doesn't. I don't believe does it. Doesn't lie. Mm-mm. You gotta believe. This wop does lie, folks. They always. That's what all wops say. All wops. Don't, don't believe, don't believe my motto. One of my mottos. I'll type it in chat. Is do I do not believe that. It actually is a crazy ass little phrase. Do not believe that. I have a story about <laughs> What do you I believe in? I believe, I believe in belief, in belief, in imagination, and perception. You believe in God? I'm ag- I'm agnostic. I'm undecided as far as I don't have. I've. I'm a man who believes in magic and gods and this and all kinds of different. I believe in possibilities. I'm a theorist as well. Hyper, mm-hmm. My Instagram is hyper theorist methodologies. So I like theoretics. And God's play with theories. What I don't like is not... Uh, what I don't like is anti-abstinence and almost like atheism where it's certain certainty. Because I believe in uncertainty in a beautiful way. I believe in if you believe in something, it becomes real. Mm. I believe that if you don't believe that it's real, it won't be real in your world. So the people who believe, truly believe in what they believe in, benefit from what they believe in. Because they've tapped into it through belief. Without true belief, they could not tap into that perception. So I believe in belief control. So you, you're not saying you 100%. don't believe in God. That's though. exactly what I'm saying. Like, do not say I don't, and I'm not saying I don't. But that I feel like that's a loaded question. I feel like God is such an undescriptive term. 
They're texting me, mm-hmm. do I like the color purple? Like, do I say, I wish I do. And they're saying, do you believe in love? That's a, do you believe in God? Well, sir. It's oh. Yours. So you can feel mm-hmm. it, right? Well, how do you know you're in That's love? That's a great question. These undescriptive terms, instead of saying, oh, do I have a burning desire of lust to, to this one being because I want to insert my dick in her pussy because she's so hot? No, it's... <laughs> well, that's just different. That's love. That's not, like if, that's if you were to ask him, do you love her? And he said, yes. Well, okay, now, if you were to say, what can you define love for us? And that's what he said. Oh, it's because she's so fucking hot that her, her pussy makes my dick hard. Well, um, that exactly sounds like lust. What, see, every, that's why the term love is undescriptive because you somebody could, to no. themselves, have. You know what it's like? You know what it's like? Do you ever own a dog? I have owned a dog. And the dog loves you unconditionally. If you treat it right, yeah. Right? Oh, it doesn't matter. You can hit the dog. The dog really? comes back and still wow. love you. Actually, the dog loves you more than he loves himself. Wow, man. Are you abusing your animals? No, no I don't believe I never did. I don't believe I it. This wild does lie. This wild does Never hit an animal, never never hit a woman. I hit a few men in my life, but not Damn hard. Did you break your hand? Yes. No, I didn't break my hand, but I broke a few of their Damn, so you're just a badass, then. You just have no. made in pent-up no. rage, don't you? No. I, I owned a bar at one time, so I had a Oh, hit man, a bar owner, so you do have a little <laughs> bit of hidden medicine in you. <laughs> it was fun though. You meet a lot of interesting people, but it's strange how they Can all talk about the question? same thing. The guys that come in there. Yes. What do you think about? Did you do you still in a bar? No. When you hear the term Absolutely. alcohol, what do you think? Do you, what do you think of that substance on this planet? Do you think of it as a poison? I think of. When I hear the, the word alcohol, I think of throwing So that's out. what you left the bar experience with, is uh, nausea? Mm. Yes. I made a lot of money, so but you, I spent You made a lot of money, so you had a very successful formula, is what I'm thinking? You had a good oh, staff, yes. you had a good pl- yes, I did. location, you had good... You weren't destroying the business through your habits? You that, I've been watching too much Bar Rescue. Well, it was nothing like you I've been watching a lot show. of Bar Rescue, man. You have to admit it's a pretty funny show. Yeah, but this was a hopping place. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Hopping. Well, I'm proud of you, man. It, it, it was like, um, it was like, let me put it this way. It was like the Wild West bar. When a saloon? Swinging doors, you know, on the bar. Yes. Fascinating. So I, the reason I asked, I, I know I told you it was going to be a weird question. The reason I ask is because I haven't owned a bar, but I have a very deep personal relationship with alcohol as well. And I know a person who owns a bar has, must have, in theory, had a personal relationship with alcohol. And I know that it affects everyone really different. And I was wondering, it's funny to me to see, or not mm-hmm. funny to me, but I always am curious to find out if, what, do they walk away? Because opening a bar is letting your relationship with alcohol flourish to a high level. Like, I'm going to make it my business. That's true. 
most people can't handle it a little bit, let alone make it there, flourish with it. But any man who's creative enough, I always am curious to see. And, and I don't really rarely talk to bar owners, so it's this idea, but I do understand the concept. And I think it's a crazy concept because I would love a bar in theory. But I would I be one of those fucking assholes who's just ruining themselves drinking, or would I be able to make a fucking business? Yeah. I guess you have to. It depends on the person who is up. Who yeah, owns I wonder it if I could, but yeah, that's what you took a gamble. Because right? what if all of a sudden that shit overtook you? Because no man is certain. No man, unless he's just that confident, like, oh, I know mm-hmm. I can control myself. But sometimes you just take the step and thinking, I think I can run a bar, and it just oh, it eats you alive. All the fame, all the glory, all the money, all the power. Yeah, that's why I got out. That's why I got out of it. You were too powerful? Because, you know. You were too powerful? Yeah. Well, I was, I was put, let me put it this way. I was, I was partying too much. My, the bar was in connect, state of connected. This one doesn't laugh. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing this one, does laugh. I'm a big fan of yours, man. It does it, man. It does it. Me, you motherfucker. Yeah. Who, me? Me? Well, did you look at my downloads? I have like 60-something thousand, and, and I've only done a, a hundred yeah, shows. Done you know what I want to do? I want to – I'm on every Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I want to have you – as a host well, on my show. Well, Will okay, we we'll finish this show. You're starting with me. We've been talking for a while. Let's make, let's finish this show. Let's do this. Let's make this Rico Rock Social Suicide episode 38. Let's just talk for a little bit. Well, get okay, back we can, to the right, bar. We're half hour in, baby. I like to do at least 45 minutes from episodes. Anybody who doesn't know, this is Rico Rock's Social Suicide Podcast episode number 38 here on Podbean.com. I just want to say you can also find the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Five Chaser, of course, just Google it, and it's Rico Rocks, R-O-X-X. You can email me at RicoRocks221 at gmail.com if you want to partake in the conversation. So tonight I'm joined by a walk that lies, and we're talking about bar ownership, and don't believe him, don't believe him, baby. It's interesting to say, because this is my thing, and I'm not going to try to snitch on myself here, but I have a deep... Deep relations alcohol, man. When I think about it, I don't. I haven't vomited in a long time. I could drink a lot without vomiting. So what say you there? Do you think that it has nothing to do? If you drink, you vomit, or just the thought of it makes you want to vomit? Well, when I started drinking, I would drink like ten o'clock in the morning to three in the morning. There'd be a lot of vomiting. Yeah, going on. Well, I'm not going to tell you that I have never had it, but it's been a long time. It's interesting how your body handles it versus, let's say, you're a human who could just drink and have no symptoms, just a freak, a freak of nature, just this boulder who could just consume just gallons of pure liquor, and, and somehow year after year they just are okay. Yeah. And you're like, you're trying to keep up with them, and you're fucking yeah. puking every day. You're getting ulcers in your stomach trying to keep up with them people. And you're like, wow, what a beautiful specimen that is. These people, can somehow their body can metabolize it. I've been to a point in my life where I was really sick. 
somehow I'm, I'm glad my body has recovered because I know I'm still damaging myself. But at the same time, when I year, and I'm gonna just speak on a personal aspect. Years ago, I lived in the Upper Peninsula in Michigan in the UP, and I was mm -hmm. I, I was 100% sober up there. But to fill the void, I was drinking as I was just tucked away in this very distant, mystical winter wonderland of a place for a year and a half. I was just sober, so I was drinking a lot. And it was so bad that I was getting sicker and sicker at, because I would just, that was the only way I could good. supply my happiness is I would have to get drunk in the morning, drunk, two drunks a night, one in the day, one in the night. And eventually it was fucking with me. I was getting to a point where I was throwing up once a day just because of the alcohol. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, just like I wanted to get drunk, but I knew it was going to come with the throw up. And my buddy told me that's, that's cyst, mm -hmm. that's cyst in your stomach. And I was like, damn, and I couldn't stop drinking. I was drinking every day, and I was getting sicker and sicker, and, I was, and finally I got so sick. But I moved out of there. I eventually told myself, I was like, if I'm going to kill myself because I'm going to just die, my stomach's eating itself away, and I can just give this habit so I can stop, I was like, oh, let me just bounce. So I moved to San Francisco. When I, and it was interesting because awesome. as soon as I got to San Francisco, I stopped drinking because it was like, okay, for my environment, I'm not going to be as alcoholic as I was in the U.P., Winter Wonderland, and it was it was awesome. I had a time in my life, and my body recovered. And since then, it's been. Yeah, I'm having a sip right now. A I lot? drink consistently. You drink a lot. And it depends what you think is a lot, but not a lot, a lot. Not like a bar owner a lot. I bet you, when you think of a lot, you think of just gallons, don't you? Mm -mm. Yeah. Uh, I drink maybe if yeah. I call it a day, a day of liquor. That's a lot. Ugh. Yeah, that is a no, lot. No, no, that's no. But I'm good. not saying it's every day, but I'm just throwing that figure out there as a let's just start the let me just start there. I'm not saying mm -hmm. that's what I'm doing, but I'm saying it could be up to that or sometimes yeah. not. But that's my my habit. If I am when I'm on my wildest and I'm not saying I'm doing that mm -hmm. every day, but no nope. you do drugs? Nope, no drugs. That's drugs? nice. Smoke? Barely. Well, at least that's yeah, true. no, that's yeah, that's really nice. And the drinking is not too much either. Versus someone, I'm not taking. I, I, I'm not saying I drink a lot every day either. But I'm saying I don't want to say how much I've been drinking lately. I'm not saying I haven't, but I'm not saying I do it anything. But I'm saying I'm still in a relationship with it, in a, in a controlled environment, mm -hmm. in a controlled situation. I, if something you like something, I wish I had more wine in my life. I'm gonna start going back towards wine. I more. I, I used to have days where I would just. Drink only but now I go between alcohol and beers and this and that not too crazy though what do you not drink anymore yeah since you asked no me no haven't drank so did you have your last drink in a bar no so you, so how nope. long between the bar oh, I don't want to I don't want to get too proud well I don't know do you think the people who drink are wasting their fucking time? I mean, I know that's a really good... Well, I think they're... They're not wasting their time. They're ruining their bodies. Can I ask you this? And, 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 and the people around them. If they're fucking around. Some people... Do you think that some people can yeah. handle it, or do you think it's unhandleable for anybody? You think that once you get that... I think some people can Fair handle enough. it. Fair enough. But your body, did you suffer anything? Not drugs, though. I'm not saying I've never done drugs. Not drugs. 
I'm not saying I've never done them, but I haven't done them. I've been sober off them for a minute. Quite some time, I could probably say. Do you want to know how long or no? Yeah. Four long? months, which is over 100 days. Of not a, what kind of let's drugs? Let's not get into that. But the what thing is, it was drugs. That, no, no. no heroin? Not heroin? But it was in the ballpark. It's, Hope? it's in the ballpark of just hard, just drug life. I was just a gnarly kid taking all kinds of shit. I was just involved in this street life. And yeah. whatever was whatever was clever. Yeah. But four months? Without a single break, I mean that to me is beautiful. My my, my yeah, four months is better than one day versus when I used to do every day. Four months is like so many days. Yeah. And I have I'm putting myself in a new environment. Now you just got to keep I, I it think up. About, like I think about to myself sometimes. What if someone came up to me with it? Would I indulge? You always think about that. I'm not gonna say whether I would or wouldn't, but no one has, and I'm not out seeking. And that's my key to my method my madness because I'm a man. Yeah. I'm an opportunist. Let me, let me tell you that about me. This wop does lie. One of the things, let me tell you about Rico Rocks. Rico Rocks is an opportunist. Doesn't. I, I don't believe that. It. Yeah, it's just, oh man, something so funny. Such a great name. Whenever I leave. Used to lie. Oh, how do you? Used to lie. Doesn't now. I'm a reformed so I, Okay, so. Okay, reformed, reformed. I'm I'm still I'm still crazy enough to believe that I can. Have... So you need to walk away if somebody comes up to you with drugs. Well, you no need one to has walk yet, away. which I'm glad for because let's say it's a day from now I do drugs again. Let's say it's 20 years from now before I ever tea. Mm-hmm. I am the more days that I'm not in thrown in my face, the better because who knows if I could turn down temptation. You seem too intelligent, too nice of a person to let drugs. Dictate which is why I'm, I've been away from them for so long, but doesn't mean that they don't have their part. And sometimes I can dive in multi different perception. But for now, I'm definitely I'm on that. I'm on that mentality. Well, hey, I had my time with them. I'm not doing them right now, and it's out of question. Four months over 100 days, like I have no access. I don't even have paraphernalia. I don't have urges. Four months later, I'm over it. But does it mean I don't remember? That's great. Take one yes, day no, at yeah, a time. I, I'm in a good place there. I moved to a different state. I was doing drugs in Los Angeles. I left Los Angeles for my two. And so, yeah, after, ever since then, I told myself I wouldn't have left Los Angeles if I didn't know I was going to stop. I was like, okay, when you're ready to stop, we're leaving. Not until the, not until you're ready, though. So I took my fucking time. Okay, I was finally ready. And I, I it was like saying goodbye to a love. Like, I love you, freedom, I love you, drug, narcotics, I love you, but, <laughs> but, big but, asterisk, this is not a love with my entire existence, mm-hmm. this is what a love it was, but there's a, something more out there, I'm seeking something more. That's right. As nice as it was, it, it was, I, I had my due diligence, man. I had my fucking time. So now That's I'm good. over it, and, but I'm still not out the woods in my mind. I'm still a guy who remembers the bliss of madness. But four months so far, it's a start. It's a start. Four months so yep. I'm saying I'm even urging. I have no urges. I, I didn't have, I knew the day. You got to get rid, you, you got to get rid of that dirty what about the drinking, though? The drinking, I still drink, though. I like what the Dirty thinking. And slow down on your drinking. I, I, I didn't drink for a whole seven days straight recently. Which is a lot. See, that's no, good. I you didn't need it. But, so a week, I gave my body a week. Seven days without a sip. And then I've been drinking for the last couple of days. But 
it's not like I can't challenge myself. Okay, let me tell you this. The only reason, mm -hmm. now I'm going to sound like an asshole if I tell you this, so never mind. Let me just say this. I'm house-sitting. Go ahead, tell me. This is going to get me in trouble for me saying this. Because the people I'm house-sitting for are going to hear this. Mm -hmm. But since I'm house-sitting, I'm alone right now. I didn't drink for seven days straight, but then I went house-sitting and just sitting in the house all by yourself, just knowing you're not hurting nobody, watching a little cute chihuahua dog just by myself. And nobody to judge me, I've been drinking a little bit, just because there's no one to see me in this state. There's no one who's going to say, oh, why are you drinking? Because that's why I was around people, so I didn't drink for seven days, because I wanted to show people I couldn't drink. I, I would, If I didn't want to drink, I, I won't drink. So I was not drinking whatsoever, 100% nothing. And then as soon as I got by myself, I was like, okay, there's nobody here to watch you. Go ahead and drink. So that's why I've been drinking, but... As soon as I get after this house sitting gig, which is probably this is the last night or whatever, then I'll go back to not drinking again for probably another week or two. Because I'll be around my family again, and I want to not drink mm. around my family because I don't want them to think. Well, no, because they they don't want me to drink, and I don't want I want to please them, and I want them to be pleased by me. So I was I'm able to just say you know mm -hmm. what your my living quarter happiness is worth more than alcohol I could stop and it's okay and then I'll drink after a goal time I was gonna do 30 days without drinking but I did seven out of the 30 which is very rare for me to break that that once I start the challenge but the seven is better than nothing I didn't drink a fucking sip and then I got this I've been house sitting for the last little yep. bit and. So I've been drinking just a little bit, very little. I'm talking very little, not nothing out of hand. Let me tell you, I don't want no one to worry. But just to even let myself have any after having nothing for seven days, it was, it's still like, woo. <laughs> so I, feel, I still play with it, boss. Yeah. That's my long-winded way of saying it. I still dabble with it, but I'm not afraid to put it down. Well, that's good. Wow, that was a very long-winded way of saying that. Does your parents well, know you drink? Man, I'm, 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 I didn't want to tell you my age, but I'm not a little child. And I I just want to please them because they love me and I could drink a grown-ass man, but they yeah. would rather – they are just like thinking the concept, oh, you don't need it? Why would you need it? And I'm like, okay, I could show you. You're right. It's not that big a deal. But little, do they, little does everybody know I have a true relationship with it. But unlike many things in the past, I'm willing to trade relationships. It's called sacrifice. Like, I'll sacrifice my relationship with alcohol for a good relationship with my family so I could not drink with my family. Every day that I wake up with, in, with around my family around me, sure enough, they will not ever see me drink alcohol because I won't. But being left to my own accord, that's where it's, ah, I'm noting that, damn. Because they always say a man's character is what he does when he's alone or he thinks he's alone. That's and right. I get left alone, and I'm being responsible somewhat. I'm not dead or in jail, but I'm doing something I wouldn't do if I had supervision, which is interesting. Mm. But I've given myself a lot of time, so I think it's I, – I always I, – I think I say this with a, with a satisfactory sense that I know it's not going to last forever, but it's kind of funny to see that ah, I, I like to treat myself and – but who knows? Sometimes I do push it. There's a fine line between happiness and hopeless, man. I, I really do not want to hurt my body and think, oh, my body's going to suffer from this just me having a lack of self-control, which I definitely do. 
in certain instances, but I come at it with a challenge of regeneration where, oh, if you're going to go ahead and to be mad enough to drink that, you're going to be mad enough to learn how to process it through belief system, through exercise, through liquid control, through somehow just being a one in a million badass and being one of those longevity psychopaths who can just process it and somehow talk to yourself into believing you can handle that. <laughs> Woo, Roadhouse. And without killing yourself. Well, there's a line. There's a fine line between the dance of being a badass and dying. I'm not saying I'm in a badass point because obviously I'm so far yep. off of the LA streets. So I left that behind and I'm barely drinking now. But what I'm saying is I'm still on a journey. I'm still on a path of perception. With you know, I just think of alcohol. I don't think when I think of it. No, let me let me tell you because I asked you what do you think when you think about alcohol. When I think about it, to me it's not a thing that makes me nauseous it's mm-hmm. it's just more one of the many loves man it's just one of the many loves it's not something that I have out of control with but which is lucky which is lucky because I, I test myself imagine if I can do that seven days imagine if I was starting up every day I should stop, I told myself, but, but okay, I was yeah. thinking, okay, I lost train of thought, but I got it back. Regeneration, what it does is a challenge for regeneration. Now, hear me out, this WAP does lie. And I know I'm not. Does it? <laughs> now, I'm not advocating drinking, but I'm advocating this. If you were happening to choose things in your life, a man, a human being, a man, not a man, but a man, a human mm-hmm. being, for all men, the men of earth. Or man, man, I don't know. Whatever way you say word, I'm not talking about gender, I'm talking about humankind, man. Mm-hmm. If man. I'm gonna close this up. Oh, regeneration, man. Okay, man. My goodness, this what does a lot. If you're gonna sit there and be Does't. mad enough to go ahead and consume something, you're gonna be mad enough to regenerate. Figure out a way you can handle it. I pull from magicians and, okay, for example, if you ever see card tricks or something where someone does a sacrifice to themselves, so you could do a rough example is people who jump into a shallow pool of water from a very high distance. They're like, they're hoping and believing they're going to crash into this water without killing themselves, but it's really just like a fucking death jump every time. Or some magicians who put cigarettes in their mouths, just the chance mm-hmm. of danger. But if you think that you can handle it and to some useful skill perspective, so that's how I should have called it. It's just one of the things I, I dabble in. It's not my, it's not what makes me, but I really do respect someone who could put away a thing. And that's a bar owner's a different thing. I'm very curious on how deep your relationship with it is. I feel like I have a decent relationship with it. I've had ups and downs with it, but my, I still, I don't know how the body reacts. I still feel like I have decent kidneys. I don't have aches and pains. I've had them in the past. If I was drinking too much, I also that burning in your kidneys. It's not like I have that now. So it's very positive. My body is not in danger right now. But I, I guess you could say I have pushed it in the past. Did you push it? I hate to ask you, mm-hmm. but for content's sake, were oh, you yeah. injured? I binge drank. So how injured did you get, if you do not mind me asking? Well, I recovered after. How years. bad did you get hurt though? Were you on death? Were you on drink on death's door? Well, not not from the alcohol. From wow, drugs, how dare you? How I'm dare you, sir? I'm just... <laughs> 
Now we're just two recovering guys talking. That's crazy. So you just are. Could you believe in abstinence from everything? Is that the key? You can do it. It's a it's a mind thing, but you could do you could do anything you want. I think if you, you don't believe that, that's it. where the issue becomes. If you think you can't do it, that's really where it starts coming questionable. Yeah, I stopped drugs on my own with no help. I went into I went into convulsions, but what, heroin? I stopped. No, not heroin. I actually died for six minutes from uh, angel dust. Damn you, you, you rode the dragon. Oh, that Woo. was the best high. I this swap is lying, folks. Just kidding. I don't know. This swap. Uh, I'm not a man who just sits here. I don't want to feel like an AA course, but folks, I give my opinion. This wife does lie. Says he he opened up. Man, this wife. Let me tell you, you. I don't know. You're a mystery to me too. You're sitting here opening up so deep about your life. It's it's very personal, man. Thank you for opening up. You're sitting here saying you used to fucking just rip PCP like woo. You hit the fucking. Did you were you running down the road screaming naked? No, no. But my friend jumped off a. Uh three-story parking tier. He thought he could fly. Did you see him do that? Yeah, I was with him. So let me ask you this. If I, so, can you be friends with people Dusty. who drink and do drugs too? I have been. My uh, One of my closest friends just died. Wow, that's a, my condolences. But I will not go around my friends that you'll talk to them but you won't go around them i won't go no no not not in fear of using i just don't want to see them so if i were to fly to your house right now you would not let me in since i'm drinking if you were drinking i don't care you're saying drugs but if you were using drugs Drugs are awesome. And I'm not saying I'll never use drugs again, but it doesn't mean drugs rule me, so I put them down for however long I feel need necessary. I'm not... That's the difference. I yeah. believe in breaks, but not complete lifelong oaths. I'm not going to say... I would lie to you. I would be a wop that lies if I were to say, I will never do it again! That's a wop that lies. Mm. Just don't do it for now. Don't do it again until you want to. If you never want to, don't never do it. <laughs> but, but but if you want to, do it. And then don't let it get out of hand, I would say. But I'm just not a man. I, I cannot convince myself that I could do anything forever. There's no, I don't know if I could walk forever. I don't know if I could see forever. I don't know if I could think forever. I don't know if I could live. Well, well nothing's forever. I'm not forever infinity. I mean forever in my lifetime until the day I die. I don't know if I could do anything without. What if I yeah. go to the finish line and I'm vegetable and my, I'm just they put me in a wheelchair? It's like, oh, this guy lost his walking in his sight. Yeah. Now I think to me right now. All you have to do is tell you. All you have to do is say to yourself, "You're not doing it today." Yeah, well, you don't. The hell well, that's the tomorrow. thing, exactly. So, how long? I don't want to say how long. I really don't want to make this an AA episode. Like, how long have you not drank? But this is my thing. Would you ever consider drinking again in a safe manner if you choose to? Oh, see, no. I don't know. that to me is interesting. That to me is very interesting because that is a way of you're saying I have had my time with it so much so that there's nothing more to gain from that relationship. There is no more questions to be answered. 
Absolutely. And then that's what I'm saying about drugs. You hit it that's right what I'm on saying about drugs. The reason I'm not, I haven't done drugs is because when I was doing drugs, I love them. But that's what people who do drugs love them. For me to walk away from that for over 100 days, I yeah. said goodbye to my love, like I said. But it was with the, what we were just talking about. Not drinking for a minute. What were just talking mm-hmm. about? Not doing the drink with the relationship of doesn't mean we'll never do it again. Like I, I, I just didn't want to do it for now, and that's my thing. So I don't want to ask you how long you haven't done it, but I'm curious in the sense of the when you're bold enough to. I think it's a bold claim. I think it's a really bold claim when a man says, "I will not do it. I want to take. It. I will say I'll do it when I please, but then I talk to myself in my own time and say, "Hey, let's not do this for a while." But I don't want to ever say you can't have nothing. Mm-hmm. Do you talk to yourself like that? Do you tell yourself you can't have it or you could have it? Is it, is it forbidden? I, I don't even think about it. You don't it. ever think of you ever, ever, because it is a thing that's still in your existence. It's still something you have to see and experience in a day-to-day life. And you still don't think if you've ever, because there's a thing called rejection and acceptance. So even if you don't want something, mm-hmm. someone asks you because it's their job to ask you, like, hey, what anything to drink? Whether they know you don't want that question or not, so oh, yeah. Well, I have been asked. I've been you asked. Ever, and sometimes drink. you know for certain that you're the voice in your head is always going to say, "You know what? No." You never considered maybe you'd be like, "Sure." <laughs> no, I've okay, been through so much. Not, I don't want to probe, but I'm almost really... probing because you must have been through so much to put it away forever. <laughs> Yeah, I have been. So I is have that been. My way yes. of, Is that my alcoholic yes. way of trying to convince you that it's okay for me to drink because I haven't done as much as you done? Or is that bullshit? No, 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 not at Does all. Does every man need to go? Not at all. Everyone has to know, everyone knows their limitations, but um, it, it not only affects you. And your body and your organs, it affects everything. Yeah, that's why I don't like to drink when I'm around my family and I've just been drinking the system alone because I don't want to worry them. Yeah. And they really don't. And it's okay because eventually I am going to drink, but I want to show them the side of me that isn't that for a long time. I want them to really, truly see me day in, day out, not drinking. I'm okay. I really don't need it. Like I could show them. I didn't do seven days 100% without a drip. It's not even a sip of beer, not a drop out cup for seven days. Like it was nothing. It was just a beautiful week. And. So that was, but then I got. So how'd you feel? For I think those it was different. Days. That's the thing. Now that I've been drinking again, let me tell you, the only thing drinking does, the only, and I'm telling myself here because the people housing our house, I'm housing for hearing this, on Rico Rock Social Suicide Podcast episode 38 is just a little indulgence. I'm thinking to myself, okay, mm-hmm. as soon as you leave the indulgence, like, are you gonna? Is this something that you're gonna miss? And. Or are you going to be able to hone whatever feelings you have in this and just pack it in a little bottle and put a cork in it and then just carry that on your hip as a magical spell of perception? I think that's how I'm really looking at it. Like, I'm just going to truly try to think while I have this quick little opportunity to drink and without judgment, let my mind delve, delve, delve into the, the rubbing alcohol and the blood thinning aspect and just the sporadic thought that comes with that and then once because who knows when I'll have an opportunity again I'll go ahead and challenge myself again and challenge because I want to drink every day that I'm not drinking very much but since I'm in a new state and I want to show them that my priorities are good and I want to challenge myself because God knows that I am due for a challenge I'm due for a drink challenge 
Mm-hmm. I had a lot of time to drink. But so that's why. So I'm so I'm gonna challenge myself again. And so I, alcohol is fading out of my life, and I know I'm gonna get to a point where I haven't drank for over two weeks. Very soon, that point's gonna happen, and I'm still gonna yeah. have a relationship with it. I, I'm never. I will never disrespect my relationships. But, and I hate to say never. That's such a bullshit term. Never. Never is such a shitty word. But I'll never dis- disrespect my relationships mm-hmm. because I just want to. Just because I leave something doesn't mean I don't like you. Just because I'm putting down the bottle doesn't mean I don't like the bottle. Just because I leave a woman doesn't mean I didn't ever love her with all I had. But it just wasn't the right time. And so, there's a time and place for everything, mm-hmm. I believe. And for now, you think that alcohol and drugs have no time in your life, and I'm not saying you're wrong, but. I would still say keep your mind open to freedom. If you fucking want it again one day, sure. Just don't forbid yourself, I, I say. But that's where I'm curious in how your mind works because my mind works. is like, okay, just put it down because it doesn't, you don't want it. Because there's cases where if you don't put it down, it consumes you. Is that worth it? Mm-hmm. That's really where it's self-preservation and perceptions. Okay, okay, are you going to be a person who just thinks themselves to death? And don't discover shit about their life and existence. Existence. Are you gonna be a person who does drugs and kills themselves and learn nothing about existence, have nothing in your chosen re- divine destiny, or you're gonna just see a little <laughs> bit of this? Okay. Ooh, I see what that was. Step out and just live and play with the life's random intensities. But truly, not at the end of the day, you're still following the destiny in your heart, which is worth longevity and it's yeah. worth time if need be and patience and so therefore i respect the no damage to your corpse but then I, then again let me tell you this this swap does like the only problem with putting the only problem with putting yourself in a bowl is what if you weaken yourself that's another thing i struggle with it's like okay let's say i don't do no drugs i don't do no drinking what if i'm just putting myself in such a, a safety comfort bubble that when the next time i do face something in life mm-hmm. my body is just such a fragile fucking thing what if a little bit of rough neck, ruffian mental belief structure, it just keeps you, like, re- regeneration, it keeps your blood cells having to constantly be in a state of healing versus a, where your body is too comfortable. David Goggins uh, said, I, I don't yeah, know no, I'm talking theory. theories now, brother. Thank you so much for joining me. That's it is, it is, but let me theory. tell you this. Thank you so much for joining me, boy, on Rico Rock Social Suicide, Social Suicide Podcast episode 38 here on Podbean. David Goggins, I'm sure you're familiar with who David Goggins is. He said one thing? Really? Wow. Yeah. Where the fuck have you been? David Goggins is a Navy SEAL who, oh, he's a fascinating creature. He is a freak of nature. He's a, he's a beautiful, 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 and he's alive to this day, David Goggins. He is a guy on the, in the public atmosphere, public zeitgeist. And he's one of my favorites, man. He is a G. He's a retired Navy SEAL. I don't know if yeah, definitely retired, but this man, okay, one of, let me tell you a couple accolades real quick. He ran 100 miles mm-hmm. and thir- about, I'd say about 13 miles, 17, 13 miles of it were on two broken, shattered feet. It was just, uh, he had a, he wanted to get entered into a marathon, and the owner of the marathon said, okay, if you want to be entered into my race, you have to earn your place. I'm not just going to say, oh, you could come enter my marathon. It was like a two, uh, a super ultra endurance marathon where they run 150 miles. It was one of the 200 mile races. And this guy mm. is this Navy SEAL, blowing bombs up for a living. Just this man who, 
advocates mental toughness, mental, because people ask him, how did you fucking do this? So what he did is the guy said, to enter my race, you have to do 100 miles in 24 hours. 100 miles, 24 hours. One day, 100 miles. If you can do it, I think you can enter my race. Big dude, six foot something, 200 something pounds, not a light guy, David Goggins, but he really wants to enter this race. Runs, and mm-hmm. so about, and he does the whole 100 miles in 13 hours. So he ran, he thought he could do it, wow. and he ran like, I would say, 10 hours straight, 10, 11 hours straight, and he broke both the feet on, broke both, both of his feet under him for running 80 miles in 10 hours. And he said, oh, shit, when I sat down, I fucked up. Because as soon as he sat down after running the 80 miles, his body thought that was it. Okay, we're mm-hmm. done. But he sat there and just mentally pushed to the 80 miles. Holy fuck, 80 in 10 hours? But then well, as soon as he, said, he said he had shit coming up his back and he had two breaking ankles. He had to go and take an hour and a half or two. And his they had to put leg splints. He had to put splints in his legs just so his bones wouldn't shatter into each other. And he ran the last 30 miles of it, though, on broken feet because he wasn't going to make it. He His feet after the 80, they were like, okay, go ahead. After your break, you have to another 20 miles to go. And he, his legs were broken. He was like, oh, shit. He's like, my body doesn't have another 30 miles. And instead, he just snapped and went into this place and ran <laughs> 30. He actually ran 10 extra miles. He did 110 running sprinting on two broken feet and people ask him how the fuck were you able to just make your body get up out of that chair and he was like going into your mind and truly just telling yourself you're not gonna quit you're taking control of your mind and body you tell mm-hmm. it, even if you're any sane man that's right so, uh, that's how just like I told you you put your mind to it you could do anything exactly right yeah. Well, listen, I'm heading out. All right, so where can we find but you? Next? you got to come on my show. And this what doesn't this one, So where can we find you? Give yourself a shout-out and say goodbye to the show. This has been right. Rock yeah, I'm on Podbean. I'm on all the networks, all the networks. You could even Google this what you doesn't lie. You'll see me. But I'm... This, this what doesn't what lie. Doesn't it's all one word. So this this doesn't. This WOP doesn't lie. This WOP. Yes. Doesn't lie. Lie. And my email is this WOP doesn't lie at Gmail. And I'm on Fridays, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Roughly. So Only you an hour. Go on there and be a, a co-host with you, a guest. You, and you'll yeah, make up that's a topic. right. Just have oh, a yes, topic we will. Today. And and the show gets a little wild. Think about my show, I hate the pro, but we're coming pretty wild in here. I like the show, and I like what you what you talk about. You sound like a very perceptive, it's intelligent all person. It's all I'm just a fuck up. Yeah. Is it? Not completely. Not Well then no, you're no, a good I, actor. I, I wonder, I play with the theories. I'm a man I'm just a theorist, man. I I'm so glad to have you on. I hope everybody who hears this has a gate gets to go walk away with something to think about. I will go ahead and join him on pod, pod I was, 
I was just reading what Das was writing. This dude yeah, those, was funny as shit. Those exclamation marks. <laughs> I I'm call him Das. Thank you for being on That's my show. Right. Man. So you, listen, you got to come on my show Fridays. Email me. This wap doesn't lie at Gmail. Let me know what Friday you want to come on. Uh, I don't and, know that. I don't and know, I'll, man. I don't know I'll also promote you. I'll promote your show, Rico Rocks. Rico R-O-X-X. Social Suicide, episode 38, folks. Free your mind, free your mind, free your mind. Goodbye, ladies. When are you on? Whatever the fuck I want to, because I'm a free bird, but but I'll I'll email you. Email me, baby. Rico Rocks, free your mind, folks. Free your mind.